You're listening to the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Dominoes. Shikhar Dhawan has started his captaincy stint at Punjab on a winning note as the team defeated Kolkata in both teams first match of the 2023 season that was played in Mohali on Saturday evening with me of course is Ayaz Memon so I'm just going to start by asking him his first thoughts on the result Well I think it it, it was heading towards a you know very strong uh, fascinating climax unfortunately rain intervened and I think uh, Kolkata uh, will rule the fact that they actually conceded too many runs when Punjab were batting first. 191 was a good score, though it was a plum track, flat track, you know, something on which the batsmen would have revelled as they did. But you know, 191 is always a very competitive score, and I think that Kolkata, perhaps when they, when they look back, they look at problems in the bowling which they need to resolve fast. Obviously. you know some like shreyas ayer not being there also affects their batting but primarily i thought it was their bowling they just conceded too many runs uh, to punjab up front and look at the end when you look back they lost by 7 runs by duckworth lewis and uh, unfortunately for them it's not just the rain but also the floodlights going off where, where a lot of time was lost uh, so all in all Kolkata might consider themselves unfortunate but you have to give credit where it's due Punjab batting first made the most of the pitch and ran up a good score which their bowlers defended extremely well especially and I was mentioned this young Arshdeep Singh who's going from strength to strength we saw last season what a wonderful performer he was and he seems to be just getting better Okay let me just take you through uh, the first innings and first time captain Nitesh Rana who's of course captaining in place of Shreyas Iyer who's injured uh, he elected to bowl first and Shikhar Dhawan's Punjab scored 191 for 5 which Sri Lankan uh, Bhanuka Ranapaksha top scoring with a half century Dhawan too made 40 with Newman Samkaran adding 26 of 17 at the end Tim Saudi went for 54 runs in his four overs while picking two wickets Uh, I asked from 100 for one after 10 overs. Where frankly, the Kolkata bowlers sort of didn't look much in control. They did manage to hold, you know, things back and get Punjab to under 200. Like you said, the bowling is an area of concern that Punjab will want to address. Uh, sorry, uh, Kolkata will want to address. But you know, what are the kind of changes do you think they can possibly make? Well, I mean, look, uh, you know, before the start of the match. Uh, Chandrakant Pandit, the coach of the Kolkata teams, actually said that they might fancy chasing 190-200. He read it well. He read the pitch perfectly. He said this is a batting track, and uh, if they have to chase 190-200, they are up for it. Which meant that you know when you when you think like that, what you want is your bowlers to restrict the opposition to about 180-185 because that gives you that little buffer in your in your in your game plan itself. But they they conceded 191, and that. unfortunately as i mentioned you know when you are looking at trying to chase such a big score and you are on the threshold i'm i, I don't think when the rain intervened i can say or one can say conclusively that kolkata would have won because dre russell had been dismissed uh, venkatesh ayer nitish rana all the big guns were gone so punjab i thought still held the upper hand but yet we know what happens in these in the, in the t20 format especially in the last 4 5 overs so yeah i mean look they have to really beef up on their bowling tim saudi i think you know is, is a bit uh, he is obviously the most experienced bowler there uh, they missed lockie ferguson kolkata but tim saudi very rich haul of international wickets great international experience unfortunately when you look at his record in 
in the Indian, uh, you know, in in the T20 league in India, it's not very impressive. And he seems to be not. He does pick up wickets, but he seems to be conceding too many runs wherever he's played. Now this is something he, you know, Kolkata will have to bother about because he's one of their premier bowlers. And if your premier bowler is going to leak so many runs, then there's a bit of a problem. I thought they also perhaps gave away a little. Uh, a few uh, uh, to, uh, runs too many through Sunil Narayan, which is not usually the case. Uh, you actually mentioned Chandrakan Pandit. I wanted to get a question in on him as well. I know you mentioned him yesterday as well. But, uh, you know, I mean, he's come uh, with some crazy uh, performances, of course, as a coach in domestic cricket. Helped with Arba win the 2019-2020 Ranji Trophy. Uh, he won uh, the Ranji Trophy with Madhya Pradesh that they won for the first time uh, last season. Uh, but he's also known to be like a hard taskmaster, right? And in this tournament setup where you know there's quite a few big names in the team you know they already have their set ways of you know going about things how do you think you know w- will there be a little bit of a time before which you know they can transition into like something that's comfortable for everybody well look Chandu Pandit I know him quite well so I mean I've seen his seen him as a, as a cricketer playing for India and for Mumbai uh, in, in domestic cricket I've known him over the years and he's gone on to become a fine coach uh, and you know, a very successful coach. That's more important than just saying he's a fine coach because you can define many virtues. But if you're not winning titles, it's of no value. Now, I think the the you know he's he's straight smart as everybody will tell you. He's very very astute in his understanding of Indian conditions, Indian pitches, players. He reads opponents extremely well. And I think he needs somebody who, or he needs a whole bunch of players, a whole group around him who starts thinking like him, or at least starts or at least trust completely in the way he thinks, you know. And I think that's one of the reasons, if I'm not wrong, is why uh, they chose somebody like Nitish Rana as captain and before that Shreyas Ayer, because the communication becomes that much easier rather than having an overseas player as a captain. When you've got somebody like Chandu Pandit, if you had a Brendan McCallum, it's a different issue altogether. So I think let's give Chandu Pandit some time. This is the first match. In his reading of the match, he was absolutely right. They came quite close. It, you know, 191, as I mentioned, is not a, a you know walk in the park. You have to really plan it well, the chase, which they did. And uh, they fell a little short, seven runs because of the rain. But if they keep improving, and obviously there's lots of scope for improving in batting and bowling, then, you know, Kolkata might, might actually end up doing better than last year. Okay, let's hope so. Now, let's just get you uh, Kolkata's chase. Uh, they had their ups and downs, but then what else do you expect from a team that's chasing with Andre Russell? Uh, they were 83 for 5 after 11 overs, and that's when Russell came in and the fireworks started. He fell four overs later, but then by then the score was uh, uh, 136 for 5 with uh, five overs to play. Uh, Sam Curran took that wicket. Sunil Narain had just hit a six when Rain stopped play with Kolkata at 146 for 7 after 16, and eventually Punjab was given the match on DLS. Now, Punjab really struggled last season with the new captain, new coach in place. You know, nice way for the, them to, uh, you know, finish off the opener. Yes, I mean, you know, a win is a win and you, there's no better way to start a tournament than with a win. I think some questions, some issues they seem to have answered. I mean, Shikhar Dhawan was in good nick. You know, we all know he's a seasoned player and obviously he knows a lot about playing in, in the T20 league. So, he's very rich in experience. He's played for a few teams and he's always wanted to be in the leadership position which he's got over here. Uh, he's missing a few key players 
Punjab in this match they missed uh, Kagizo Rabada and Liam Livingston who should be joining joining the team soon so that will make it stronger uh, i think the 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 best performance as i mentioned earlier was Ashdeep Singh Sam Curran needs to be complimented also for playing that vital knock towards the end uh, and then of course picking up that big wicket of Dre Russell uh, he wasn't at his most economical but hey you know he's the guy who chips in with the bat picks up wickets feels brilliantly so i think he had a good day all in all in all uh, rajapaksa also you know he's been given the freedom to go out there and play the way he wants to you know just kind of uh shoot shoot uh whatever he, i mean there's no restriction put put on him which is a smart move because he's that kind of a player who can upset any field setting and upset the bowlers line and length so all in all i think this was a very good outing for for punjab but we'll have to wait and see when the big guns join whether they settle into a a groove which is you know the batting and the bowling start complementing each, each other and make it into a formidable outfit You mentioned Sam Curran. Now he did become the most expensive player in the tournament's history when he was bought for 18.5 crore uh, in December's auction. Um, he did take Russell's wicket, scored some valuable runs towards the end. But um, I asked, is this a factor? Like you know, I mean, I I know it happened with Chris Morris as well. There's so much talk around a player getting the paycheck that he's getting. Do franchises now actually like have conversations before the season to just like not talk about it, not make it a factor, and not talk about it in the camp at all? Because it must be weighing on players, right? That they have to perform because they've got next amount of money. Really, really, it will weigh on the players. I mean, if you get paid that kind of money, you know, somebody has broken the bank to pay you that kind of money. Obviously, the expectations are very high, <laughs> not just from the owner, franchise owner, but from the fans and even from within within the group. You know, within the team, uh, you know, the, the other players, the support staff, they all look at you as potentially the guy who is going to deliver on all counts every time. You know, and that may not always be possible. Having said that. I think when you you know some of the players who have been paid mega bucks in the past either played half a season didn't play too well obviously weighed down by the pressure mm-hmm. but I think somebody like Sam Curran seems to me to have you carry a very mature head on his young shoulders uh, from what one has seen of him playing international cricket and in the league earlier and he's performed extremely well all over the world so uh, this could be a departure from from past experience you know you've had guys like andrew flintoff even somebody like kevin peterson mm. ben stokes also paid mega bucks and not able to live up to that hype and the expectation whether sam curran can do it he's got a twin advantage as you know he bats <laughs> and he bowls so you know he can make up if uh, in one aspect if not the other but obviously punjab will want him to do well with both bat and ball and help win more matches Okay I asked that that was the last of my question on this game we will be back uh, later today with the result of the Lucknow and Delhi game That was today's episode of the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Dominoes This is a Quint original podcast executive produced by Shelly Walia and Ritu Kapoor This episode was hosted by Menra Dorji Sahani produced and edited by Pratik Lidhu Anjali Palod and Kriti Ghai and a special thanks to our guest Ayaz Memon Stay tuned for our future episodes on your preferred podcast app. You were listening to the Quinn's podcast.